everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. You have your Wednesday live cast here on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. I'm your host. My name is Reese. Sometimes it's called Reeseus or Reeseo. It just depends on who you are and what, how the day is going. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. This show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get tabletop gaming goodies at discounted prices. We make FLG gaming mats, terrain, daily blog. We have the lovely Frontline Gaming Network, where you can get all kinds of podcasting goodness. We do lots of gaming stuff. Thank you for joining me. Let's jump in and talk about what happened in the last week in the tabletop gaming hobby. Oh boy, there's quite a bit. So let's jump in. First piece of business, of course, is the Atlantic City Open. This is our East Coast event. It's happening in Atlantic City in New Jersey, really close to New York and basically a convenient location for all of the Eastern Seaboard and convenient for also people in the UK, the South and the Midwest. We have a feeling that this event is going to blow up. Now, of course, because we're still kind of at the tail end of the plague here, it's not going to be as big as it would normally be. But we were just speaking to the venue. Well, we've been in constant communication with the venue, but we were just talking to them yesterday. They're in communication with the governor, and we are good to go unless something really unfortunate happens between now and then with COVID, which, knock on wood... Let's hope that that doesn't happen. I feel like we are definitely coming out of this long year of um, sacrifice and pretty much general unpleasantness. So it's going to be really awesome to jump back in to events. Obviously, safety is our first priority, and that is going to be the overarching theme. The event's going to be a lot smaller. We're going to be going above and beyond safety precautions to make sure that our attendees can enjoy themselves safely. And of course, if you are someone that is not comfortable going to a social event yet, don't go. No hard feelings. Um, There is no rush, but definitely an emotional rush on on ours and a lot of people's uh, ends. Uh, If you are like me and you are an extrovert, this past year has been challenging from an emotional standpoint. But um, as of now... We are looking good to go for Atlantic City Open 2021 to be safely run. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh, Also, on a personal note, got my vaccine. Really excited. A lot of our staff here have already been vaccinated. So uh, anybody out there that's kind of wondering, like, you know, how to to make that happen. It depends on where you're at, what country what country you're in, in the United States, what state you're in. But uh, I took a pro tip from my dad. My dad is in the age group that uh, already got um, vaccinated when he went to go get his. He noticed that there was people there that were uh, just kind of like getting the vaccine. So the way it works in America, at least, and before I go too far down this rabbit hole, take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. I'm not a medical expert, but this is what worked for my family and for a lot of people here at Frontline Gaming. Um... My dad noticed that there were people there that were just getting the vaccination and he was asked why. And when they de- when they thaw out the vaccine, they have to use it that day. If they don't, they throw it away. So people get on a list and at the end of the day, instead of throwing them away, they just give them to people. And so then my dad brought my mom. She got her vaccine, took a page out of my dad's book. We alerted a local pharmacy and said, please call us. 
if you have some vaccines that are just going to go to waste. And a couple of us were lucky enough to get that call. Jammed on down. Got it. Good to go, baby. So it's a, it's a good feeling uh, to be able to think that you can do things safely, safe, safer, right? So again, take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. I'm not a medical expert, but boy, oh boy, does it feel good to be able to, in a much, much higher degree of safety, go out and, and engage instead of just, you know, sheltering in place like most of us have been doing for a year. It's been a long year. So anyway, Atlantic City is looking good. Uh, it's obviously going to be a much smaller capacity because of social distancing. We want to, again, safety is the number one priority. Much more important to stay safe than to go uh, play, play games or engage in social activities. But so far, looking really good. And very, very excited to have a semi-return to normality. And with the pace that we're at, over a third of America had already gotten um, at least the first vaccine by June, which is when the Atlantic City Open is. We're looking pretty, pretty good to go, baby. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, logistics of the event, uh, again, it's located in Atlantic City. Uh, we are gonna have much, much more limited capacity than we normally would uh, for safety reasons. So if you do wanna go, you wanna make sure that you get your ticket as soon as you can and uh, don't hesitate. We have a really robust refund policy. You can turn the ticket into store credit. You can get uh, a partial refund. We, we keep a very small percentage of it for um, uh, service fees associated with the labor that goes into to managing uh, the customer service involved with moving tickets around, etc. Uh, or you can apply it to the next year. So you can purchase with confidence. Your money's safe. It's not going to get wasted no matter what happens. Um, really, really feel confident that we're going to be able to pull this off and do it in as safe a manner as possible. So if you want to go, keep an eye out. The ticket's going to go up for sale on Monday. Uh, that is this, this coming Monday, which is the 29th of March. We're aiming for noon Pacific Standard Time. We do have a feeling based on the feedback we've been getting, it's going to sell out really quickly. Um, so don't, don't hesitate if you want to grab those. If you are an FLG 40K Events Express Pass holder, check your email, check your spam folder. You should have uh, already gotten notified. And basically just let us know if you want to use one of your three credits to um, reserve one of those. So jump in there and grab one uh, if you have a, an Express Pass. Uh, if not, if you didn't receive the email, let us know. Uh, reach out to us via our customer service with um, at orders at frontlinegaming.org and we'll make sure to get that to you before registration opens. And that way you can make sure to exercise the power of the Express Pass. Very cool. So yeah, we are super duper stoked. And uh, there's still a chance that the event doesn't happen. You know, if the safety, if the uh, medical experts tell us not to, that's of course what we're going to do. But as of now, looking good, baby. We're gonna have 40K events, Age of Sigmar, Kill Team, and Star Wars Legion. Um, that's pretty much all we're gonna go with for now. That's all the room we have for, that's all the space that we have for, um, for events. And going forward into the, into the future, 2022 and beyond, it's going to be uh, a really big event. It has the ability to be almost as big as the Las Vegas Open in regards to capacity. And again, due to the fact that it's in such a um, convenient location for such high population density areas, you got the UK, Western Europe, 
the eastern seaboard, the Midwest, the South, all really conveniently located. And even if you're coming from the West Coast of the United States, it's only a five-hour flight. So the event has the potential to be a, a, a whopper. Really excited. Gosh, I cannot wait to see people that I haven't seen in over a year. So very excited about that. Um, if you hear me talking to people in chat and you're listening or you're watching on YouTube and uh, you're wondering, who is Reese talking to? Has he lost his mind? Oh, maybe I did. But uh, there are people that join us in the live chat. So if you want to do that, uh, please do so at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Cadian Ranger in the chat saying he was wishing the vaccinations would go as fast in Germany as they are going in the States. Yeah, I, you know, I wish the whole world would have the opportunity to get it if they chose to exercise it. I don't know why you wouldn't, but you know, everybody's free to make their own choices with their own life. Uh, yeah, hopefully soon, you know, Europe will be in the same place. One of the nice things about living in the United States is that in biotech, we're global leaders. So most of the Vaccines are being made here. And that's that's why it was easier for a lot of people in America to get them so quickly. Yes, Void Wraith, no mustache. That was a COVID look. And uh, uh, not not too sad to see it go. The mustache looked better on camera than it did in real life. When you're trying to eat and it's constantly getting in your mouth and tickling your nose and all this stuff. Uh, not so much fun. Mustaches are actually a lot of, a lot of upkeep involved. Talk Polite in the chat says the Legion crew is ready to represent at the Atlantic City Open. Boom. Excited for that. Also, if you would like to listen to an interview with uh, myself and Cadian Ranger and his crew from Germany, you can do so on this coming Friday. It's going to be fun. Uh, Phil Kelly Rub My Belly asks, am I still in the 40K Fit group? Those shoulders are looking sculpted. Yes, I am still in the 40K Fit group. I highly recommend it. If anybody put on the COVID-19 pounds like I did, I put on more than that, actually. Uh, the 40K Fit group is a really, really fun, positive, supportive group on Facebook where fellow gaming enthusiasts can help keep each other accountable and, and work towards fitness goals. Pretty stoked to say that since I started taking my uh, health and fitness serious again after definitely letting it slide during COVID, I've lost 23 pounds feeling good and uh, haven't been able to lift that much because I, I hurt my shoulder again trying to uh, push the weightlifting a little too hard. But I started doing yoga every day and that's been an absolute game changer. Anybody else out there in the middle age uh, bracket like myself, if you're having trouble with your, your joints and you know all that kind of stuff, which happens as you get older, I really I can't recommend it enough. The, the yoga has been crazy, crazy good for me, especially for my knees. Um, I've been able to run and, and do all kinds of stuff I was really struggling, struggling with. So um, I, I super recommend it. I do uh, yoga with Adrian on YouTube. It's free. I just do it in my living room. I did the 30 day, like, you know, it's like 20 minutes or whatever. And uh, for me, I've noticed that the, the difference in my mobility and my ability to exercise without getting hurt, it's been night and day different. So super recommend it to anybody else out there who's fighting the old aging process like yours truly. In other news, the Drukhari are out in the wild. We haven't been able to see much data back from events. Obviously, there's not a lot of events going on, even though in certain parts of the world, it definitely feels like we're coming, thank the emperor, out of the plague years. The age of Nurgle seems to be coming to a close. Still not a lot of events, totally understandable. But I'm hoping that this coming weekend, 
we'll get some uh, actionable data to take a look at and see how Drukari are doing because the codex looks amazing. Really, really good and thematic combos, in my opinion. Having a codex that is both strong and thematic is the best possible way to have a codex exist in, in the climate that we play the game in where the majority of people play semi-casually and more with a more of a focus on narrative and how it relates to the lore. And then there's the people that are kind of more vocal online that play um, competitively. And when you can hit both, you know, when, when the army plays the way it's represented in the lore and it's good on the tabletop, it's the best possible combo that makes the most people happy. It gets the most people energized to play the game, to be more involved. And I think Drukari looked like they hit the nail on the head in that regard. Super thematic, look really good. Like, I think they're going to be very good for winning missions in ninth edition, which is critical as we've been seeing. Uh, if you want to do a deep dive on that, check out Chapter Tactics. Pablo and the crew talk about how people are winning games and tournaments now without even killing any units, right? So objectives is what it's about in ninth. I think Jukari can be really good at that. And then a couple of key units got mega buffed, uh, especially Incubi, Drezar. Oh my gosh, they are the blenders that they always should have been according to the lore. So I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, Jukari and how they do. Uh, I've always wanted to make a Jukari army. I don't know if I could bring myself to, to paint one right now. Probably have the FLG Paint Studio painted up if I did. But the models are absolutely brilliant. And uh, God, they're, just, they're gorgeous. I always wanted to do like a purple Jukari army. So we'll see. Might get around to it. But speaking of thematic and powerful armies, um, I got to, to take my Deathwing out. And man, you a, a, a reasonably well-trained monkey could play that army well. Like I played against a, a, a really, really cool outflanking Ultramarines army with my Deathwing. I didn't, I'm not even going to say I played it very well. I'm, I'm, I'm rusty like a lot of people are. And I, man, I just steamrolled my opponent. The scoreboard was relatively close because he was better at getting objectives. But golly, man, Deathwing, they're so resilient and they hit so freaking hard. Really strong army. Um, really, really, really strong army. If you're a better player than I am right now, I think you would probably win 90% of your games. Um, with them. Super strong. Talk Polite in the chat says, super excited for uh, Drakari. He's picked up them as a Xenos army. Nice. The models are brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant models with Drakari. Um, let's see. Tomodachi Express was saying that the last episode of Chapter Tactics was a great episode for learning how to win missions in ninth. And it's good timing too. A lot of people are actually able to play again or start to play again or to start thinking about playing again. So it's a great time to get your mind back into that, you know, first how to play 40K <laughs> and then also, you know, how to play effectively and win missions. So definitely check it out. Uh, Rat Paste in the chat asks, uh, where can we find my Deathwing roster? Uh, if, you do a, if you do a Google search, just uh, say like Reseus Deathwing or Frontline Gaming Deathwing, you'll see it. It's, it's nothing fancy, just to give like kind of a quick overview of what I run. Uh, it's two units of 10 tactical terminators, both with double cyclone. Those, those guys do the heavy lifting. They're like the core of the army. Uh, I have seven Deathwing Knights. I almost always use the stratagem to deep strike close 
off the um off of my one death i have one raven wing biker it's an apothecary and i'll have him drive up to, you know next to somebody drop in the 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 deathwing knights and they just obliterate whatever they hit in combat uh take belial master of sanctity uh obviously the apothecary who's insanely good with deathwing the uh banner bearer and the champion the champion's so good <laughs> he's ridiculously good all the characters are incredibly good uh, then I take three units of two command squads, and they are four objectives. Uh, and that, that's the secret sauce of what makes the Deathwing work. Without them, it's its really, really hard to actually stay on objectives. So really, uh, really effective army, and it's almost entirely Deathwing. And I'm sure if you wanted to fine-tune it and mix in other, you know, non-Terminator units, you could make it even better. I was trying to just stick to the, um, stick to the theme. Um, and obviously, you know, the army's super fast to play. It's only 35 models. Uh, really fun. Really fun army. Um, uh, Leo in the chat says, the deep strike strat doesn't exist anymore. Well, then I cheated uh, in my last game. It didn't really make any difference, honestly. But thank you for letting me know, Leo. Also, he works here. Why aren't you working? Get back to work, you. I'm not paying you to watch me talk. I guess that is part of the job, though. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if Chakrari can keep up with uh, Dark Angels, says Tomodachi. Yeah, good point. Uh, Michael Schulke says he really loves the Game Changers podcast. Yeah, uh, the Game Changers podcast on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network brought to you by Steve Joel. The Kiwi extraordinaire is extremely good. So he, he's a professional broadcaster. You can tell by the quality of his cast. Really, really well done. He had a... Um, uh, a family issue pop up so you won't be able to uh, publish this week but um, you know we're wishing his family well they had a little bit of a medical thing pop up so we're sending a love and support to his family and he'll be back in action hopefully next week leo bringing me to school saying he's not even at work yet well in my face leo you should be running this operation i clearly don't know what's going on <laughs> what's up josh in the chat Hope you're doing well, and uh, hopefully we can uh, jump back in the Vegas League soon. That was fun last time. All right, we had a ton, a ton, a ton of uh, really exciting previews come out from GW this previous weekend. Uh, predominantly among them was the Lumineth Realm Lords, a.k.a. High Elves for Age of Sigmar. We got a ton of information. They look incredibly good. Very exciting. I think the models are brilliant. Some people are kind of like... Eh, on the fence about the aesthetic. I think it's amazing. Very unique looking. Love it. I love kind of like the little bit of Dragon Ball feel that you get from some of them. And uh, the, the battle cows and all that fun stuff. I love it. Can't wait to see these models on the table. Really, really, really cool army. And we're not going to go through everything because it was a lot of information. But we'll take a look at a couple of the highlights. Uh, one of them was the gentleman who... Um, Completely forgot his name. You know, let's we'll skip over to the great to the uh, Blade Masters. So these were like the Blade Masters of Hoth in uh, um, with High Elves. Their rules look gnarly. Uh, so these are an elite infantry unit, and their swords, the special rule that come along with their swords, are extremely good. Uh, their Sun Metal Great Blades can either automatically hit or get a number of attacks equal to the number of models they're engaged with. Those are both incredibly strong rules uh they have solid rend wound on a two with their their perfect strike which auto hits anytime you eliminate a variable 
in a dice game, that's extraordinarily strong, right? Um, and then also being able to get a number of attacks equal to the number of models engaged. I mean, they're going to be good at who they'll, they'll be. They'll be good at attacking anything that's in front of them. So very exciting. The uh, Goku model flying on uh, Nimbus the Cloud, whom whose name I forget, uh, has some really strong abilities. Uh, one of them, Wind Blast Fan. Once per battle at the start of the enemy movement phase, you can pick one enemy unit within three inches of the bear. That unit must make a normal move and retreat. That's insane. Anytime you control your opponent's movement, it's extraordinarily strong to the point of broken if it's not done correctly. We've seen it over and over and over in 40k. So when you're controlling what your opponent's doing with movement, so, so strong, right? It's amazing. Forcing someone out of combat, it's incredible. Uh, Tomodachi says, yes, it's like a mix of Dragon Ball and Princess Mononoke. Yes, uh, for the Realm Lords. Two of my favorite anime. Love it. I, I think the aesthetic's great. Uh, the other one, Grand Wind Rider. Uh, replace the General's Wind Leap ability with, if a friendly Wind Charger unit starts to move wholly within 24 inches of this General, when it makes a move, it has the Fly keyword in a 16-inch move. That is... I don't, I don't think I really need to spell out too much how strong that is. When you can move ignoring other models terrain features and you can move further it's money in the bank and the units that these are, are affecting typically are pretty quick um, and they have uh, often really powerful charge abilities so i think the lumineth realm lords are looking great can't wait to see them on the tabletop we also got a preview for some 30k models these are ward bearers and they look incredible as you would expect with 30k i can't remember the names of these off the top of my head forgive me but let's take a look at them. Ooh, aren't they pretty? Lovely models. War bears, they're like the army that you love to hate. You know, Lorgar is the star scream of the Primarchs. And they're just, you know, fanatical bad guys. It's great. What's not to like about them? We also got a preview of another uh, Bandai-made Space Marine action figure. This one is for the White Scars. And he looks awesome. I've seen a ton of these pictures or pictures of these action figures on my feed on Facebook from other hobbyists and they seem to be quite a hit. People really enjoy them and for good reason. They're big, badass Space Marine action figures. I actually picked up a couple of the Space Marine Funko Pops from my office at home myself. So I totally see the appeal. One of the other, and in my opinion, even more exciting, Age of Sigmar announcements that we got over the weekend was the return of vampire accounts. Now, they're not called that, of course, but that's what everybody remembers them as. And the models are absolutely stunning. We got some uh, Blood Knights that they're legitimately some of the coolest cavalry models I've ever seen. Uh, the Blood Knights were already one of the coolest cavalry models uh, in the game. And these are just, you know, a dramatically improved plastic updated model. They're brilliant. Like, Chef Kiss, 10 out of 10. Absolutely love these models. Um, can't wait to see them. Hopefully we'll get to paint some of them up in the paint studio. And I always like to paint models in a different color scheme. But in this instance, I would just stick to this. The blood red armor. So good. It reminds me of Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is, I'm sure, what the inspiration was for them. It's brilliant. Love them. Uh, then we had some uh, cool giant bats. You know, not as exciting of models, but they're really well done. And a lot of fun. 
And the Monday model preview was a new named vampire. And she has some funky hair, which seems to be a common theme with these. Uh, it's called the Midnight Aristocracy, which is one of the coolest names for for a vampire-themed faction I could ever imagine. Uh, a lot of people thought she looked like the mask from Slanesh because she's obviously holding a mask. I think the model's brilliant. I immediately, when I looked at this model, I immediately thought of um, Fight Club from uh, the, the main character's girlfriend. I think her name was Darla in the movie. For whatever reason, she reminds me of that actress. Um, or like um, Edward Scissorhands. I don't know why that came to my mind. But again, in my opinion, brilliant model. Really like it. I will definitely be picking that up just for D&D. We also got a preview of the new Necromunda release. This one is House House Cador. It's a kind of religious themed or religious fanatic themed gang, which is uh, really interesting. And they're getting their book, which I forget what they're called. It's like their codex. Uh, forgive me, the name is escaping me. And obviously some new models. And another exciting point for Necromunda, you'll be getting a new starter box. It has some really cool terrain in it, and it features, uh, it looks like it features House Escher and Delacue. Very cool. Necromunda, one of those games I've always wanted to try, and I just haven't for whatever reason. But uh, they've been getting a ton of attention lately with some exciting uh, models and obviously box sets. And of course, video games. There's the current tactical RPG and we got a preview of the shooter, the first-person shooter that's coming out that looks really cool. House of Faith and the Redemptionists. Phil Kelly rubbed my belly says, thank you. I appreciate that. In big news for 40K, AdMech has been previewed. They're getting their new codex. And they showed off a new Skatari leader model who looks amazing. I think he's new. He might not be new. He might just be a sergeant. And of course, we got a uh, preview of what the codex is going to look like. A lot of people have mentioned how much they like the art on the new 40K codex for AdMech. And I'm excited, right? People are starting to play again. We're getting updated books. And in some ways, trying to look at the glass half full. I'm an optimist. I always try to look at things from the upside. You know, having a little bit of a break means when we do get back into full swing, um, organized play, 40K, and Age of Sigmar will have a lot more material, right? It'll be a little bit more of a playing level playing field than normal, right? We'll have a lot of uh, codexes that'll be have been updated. So excited for that. And we'll keep our eye on the Warhammer community page to get more information about what to expect from Ninth Ed AdMeg. In exciting news for Sisters of Battle players, we got a preview of their new tank, the Castigator. It's an amazing looking vehicle. Some people expressed a little bit of disappointment that it is basically a predator. Eh, I can, I, I kind of get that. It is basically a predator, but I don't think that's such a bad thing now that uh, space marines are not going to really have predators. I mean, they're still around, but I think we're all aware of the fact that they're that, that the clock is ticking on ye old predator. Um, all the new space marine vehicles are grab vehicles, which I think aesthetically and thematically is cooler, or repulsor vehicles. Uh, so I think it's neat that some of the factions will have kind of these aesthetically different tank uh, vehicles. So the predator, the kind of the way I'm looking at this is the predator is going to live on in a different form with the Sisters of Battle. I think that's cool. Um, Chaos, they're kind of going their own direction too. Obviously, I have no idea what's coming out with the models, but 
chaos is going in a direction aesthetically where it's more like d- demon vehicles, which I think is cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not too bummed about it. Like as a sisters player, I could see how you would it might have it would have been cool to get something that was aesthetically totally different. But this is like a much cooler, beefier looking predator. I'm okay with it personally. I like it, and I always thought the predator was a really neat looking vehicle. So I'm I'm happy to know that we'll continue to see him on the battlefields for years to come, at least in some form. Justin Peter says, thanks for your efforts. Thank you for the thank you. Appreciate it. Clint, what is up? Uh, the Blight Lord Legionnaire says, Predator is one of the Space Marines' best-looking tanks. Yeah, I agree. I, I just I like the way they look. The boxy, kind of, you know, very aggressive-looking vehicle shape. I always thought it was really cool. Uh, Phil Killy, rub my belly, says, can they legend small-legged Marines now? I, I don't think that's going to happen. They, they, they sell really well. Uh, so many people have them. I, I think eventually they will they will go the way of the dodo. I think everybody's known that for a long time, but um, only time will tell. Um, I don't mind having them on the table. The primary stuff obviously looks better, but yeah. And for Xenos players, we have some more exciting news. Orcs got a preview of their new sort of sub-faction, and it's, you know, snake bite themed looking. These are called Beast Snagas. And the models that, well, the model that we got looks brilliant. It's like a giant bowl squig thing being ridden by an orc with his little buddy, his little Gretchen buddy. Really, really like it. Um, it's it's kind of hard to, to criticize any GW models that have come out lately. They're all so freaking good. Really enjoy them. But the scuttlebutt that I have been hearing for what it's worth is that these Beast Snaga orcs are really strong, uh, that they're going to be really good on the tabletop. So thumbs up. Hopefully that turns out to be true. I love orcs. I have a giant orc army. Can't wait to see more of uh, what they have in store. We have a couple of promos going on products that we make here at Frontline Gaming. Make sure to check those out if they are products that interest you. The very popular Tundra and Snow-Covered Tundra FLG mats are currently on sale at 21% off. We have another week going on that promo. So if you wanted to pick up a Tundra mat, they're really, really pretty mats. They're very ubiquitous. It's a neat mix of like browns, yellows, and greens. It's very uh, different than your kind of standard mats. And they work well with a wide variety of terrain and settings. You could use it for bolt action, 40K, whatever. And we have mats available in a wide variety of sizes. We are out of a couple sizes right now, just to let everybody know. Uh, shipping, shipping internationally right now is a is crazy. Like all around the world, they're having shipping issues. Um, if you follow the news in regards to things like commerce, there just go look up what the ports look like right now on the west coast of the United States. In some cases, they have almost a hundred cargo ships sitting there waiting to unload. So it's causing global supply chain issues it's just been just one more thing in the in, during the plague why not one more problem that we have to deal with so we're hoping to be restocked soon on some of these sizes that we're out of right now it is what it is if you want to pick up some really nice itc terrain we have the gothic ruins on sale right now at 20 percent off this is our most popular set of uh terrain Really easy to put together. It looks really nice, especially on the Ruin City FLG bat. It's super duper easy to paint, and it provides very good coverage for 9th edition 
games. So if you want to pick some up, now is the best time to do so. And that promotion runs through next Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the ITC because there's actually things to talk about. Uh, Tomodachi Express says the Suez Canal with the ship stuck in it. Oh, boy. That's not good. Yeah, there's a global shipping, I don't want to say crisis, but near crisis going on right now. Like some countries don't even have shipping containers. Um, You know, as we've seen, GW is having issues where they can't get enough product people. Like, it is what it is. You know, it's just... It's just one one more frustrating thing to add to the list, <clears throat> but we're all still alive, baby. Gotta look at the gotta look at the upside. Um, Rich Money, we'll take a look at that. That should not be the case, but um, if you could please email orders at frontlinegaming.org, we'll make sure we get that taken care of right away because we are not out of ITC terrain. Unless you were trying to order one with a mat and the mat was out of uh, out of stock, that might be the issue. So, out of uh, GT plus level events that have gone on recently, let's take a look at what armies are doing well. Again, not a lot of data. And again, I just want to preface this by saying, if you're in an area where COVID is still an issue or if you're somebody that is you know, vulnerable or whatever, your health is more important than points. We're only talking about this because we're so excited to see it coming back. And a lot of us have already gotten our vaccines. Thank you, science. So top four placings so far in GT plus level events. Uh, it's a nice distribution, actually. It's a nice mix of armies, which is good. It, it bodes well. Uh, we have Sisters with a first place finish. Colt Mechanicus with a second and two fourth place finishes. Eldari, which a lot of the pundits on the internet well, will tell you are, are no good right now, with a first and a third place finish. Dark Angels, second and fourth. Orcs, a first, a second, and a fourth place finish. Custodes, second and third. Jukari with a third, and this is pre-Codex. And Death Guard with a first and a third. So, nice mix. That's a nice mix of, uh, of factions, especially with not that many events to draw data from. So, I think that bodes well for a return to match play when we get there, which I think is coming soon. So, nice. Uh, looks It bodes well for game balance. Let's take a look at the current rankings in the ITC. Uh, Tomodachi Express, yeah, the Eldari lists that have been doing well are really interesting, especially, unsurprisingly, Sean Naden. His list is a wackadoodle. It's got Inari in it and all kinds of stuff. He did have a little issue with his list for people that are going to jump on me about that. It was a very understandable confusion because the rules didn't really say what to do. But um, uh, really interesting list regardless of that of that issue. Uh, current top five competitive track, ITC 40K. Ryan Snyder leads the pack, followed by Jamie Pirozolo, Sean Naden in third, Nathan Finnell in fourth, and Heldar Thor Stephenson in fifth. Hilariously or awesomely, Iceland has been smashing the rankings lately because uh, they were able to get back to normal sooner, so they've been able to rack up some events, and I I love it. I think it's great to see uh, uh, such a relatively small community kicking butt. Uh, In the hobby track, current top five, 40K, Rick Hill is leading the pack, followed by Nicholas Hendricks, Sean Nasto in third, who's often in the chat for the show, James Weston in fourth, and Rich Mahoney in fifth. Current Age of Sigmar, top five, competitive track, Anthony Trentinelli in first, followed by Nate Trentinelli, Pablo Abarca in third, Ramon Silva in fourth, Dennis Brabazon in fifth. 
Uh, current hobby track, Age of Sigmar, top five. These are all tied for first place because I haven't had a lot of events yet. Brendan Dominguez, Matt Abbott, Nick Garcia, No Aquino, and Pablo Abarca, all tied for first. Kill team, current top five, Alvaro Lorenzo in first place. Miljuko Full HD, which I'm not sure if that's a real name or not, but it's awesome. Uh, tied for first place. Uh, Zavi Sanchez in third. Or Javi, excuse me, sorry. Javi Sanchez in, in third. Adon Gunak in fourth. And Rudy Pertu Tatahinen in fifth. Looks like Spain is getting some kill team events going again, which is awesome. Alrighty, check out some of these images from the FLG Paint Studio. Some really beautiful models that have been coming out of the studio lately. If you have models that uh, you're not going to get painted, send them our way. We'll get it done for you for a reasonable price. And if you're looking to get some work as a painter, we have some really strong job openings available for full-time, part-time painters. If anybody has any questions for me, shoot them my way in the chat. Rich Mahoney says that the issue we had was due to the mat. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're out of um, a couple mat sizes right now, and there's, there's nothing we can do about it. We have a container full of restocks of the raw materials we use to make the mats sitting in the port. It's always fun when that happens. Uh, Katie Ranger says, I guess the guys from Aceland followed, followed your call. Yeah, and uh, also, by the way, Iceland's got some really serious volcanic activity going on right now. It's beautiful, but I hope everybody stays safe. Tomodachi, thank you. Yeah, the night army we painted is gorgeous. Really came out amazingly well. The 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 team kills it with knights. They they really do an incredibly good job. Um, if anybody wants to check it out, go to the FLGPaintStudio.com and you can see some of the amazing knights the team has painted. Hopefully, knights get an update with their rules and the rules are better so that more people will feel confident playing them. Um, the the little knights, the armagers are really good right now and the knight armies we see doing well have a lot of them. But the bigger knights have definitely been struggling a little bit in ninth. Uh, Wolf Priest Carls asks, what's the yoga thing that I do? Yeah, I, I just do yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Her channel has like 30 million subs or some crazy stuff. Um, so anybody out there that was struggling with joint issues like I was. I started doing yoga every morning for like 20, 30 minutes. It's made a, a huge difference for me um, in getting back in shape. So I super recommend it. I have a couple friends that uh, also use hers. It's free. Um, I did the 30 day yoga challenge for beginners. Super duper recommend it. Um, my joints feel better. I have bursitis in one of my knees and it, the swelling has gone down. It's, it's been great. It's been life-changing, really, for me. Um, and like I was saying in the pregame chat, I've lost 23 pounds. Feels great. Feels great. Got to lose that COVID weight. Uh, here's hoping that the Book of Rust gives them some help, Tomodachi Express says. Yeah, we got our preview copy of the Book of Rust. Been super busy this past week. Haven't been able to do any reviews on it, but we will. And they did get some updated rules in the Book of Rust, and hopefully that does help the Knights. Um, and keep an eye on Frontline Gaming. We'll do some reviews as soon as we have a chance. Uh, Tomodachi Expresses probably should do some yoga. The lower back is basically just pain. I, again, I'm no, I'm no doctor. I'm no medical expert. I'm no yogi or whatever. So take whatever I say with a grain of salt. But as somebody who was like, I, could, I couldn't even run 
because my knees were so screwed up. I can now, I can jog. I've been running every day and it, I 100% because of uh, of losing weight and doing yoga. So I, I totally recommend it for, for anybody who's having mobility issues. What's up, James Carmona in the chat? How you doing, buddy? Uh, Greg says, what mat do you use? Wardbearers themed? I must be asking that question to somebody else in the chat. Uh, Diabolical Prankster. Yeah, I use yoga uh, with Adrian on YouTube. So super, her, her channel is gigantic. So I, I, I totally recommend it. And it's like, a, it's like a small time commitment. It's literally no more than 30 minutes uh, every morning. And you know, just stretching for 30 minutes. Even if you don't do that, just stretching for 30 minutes is great for you. So uh, Kicker in the chat, who is our new events manager, is putting in the booking code for the Atlantic City Open. Yeah, so if you want to go use our booking code um, to stay at the uh, hotel. Also, I want to say that uh, arguably might be the nicest hotel of any event we run events at. It's on the beach. It would make for a great family vacation uh, for everybody who's you know feels comfortable doing that. And uh, can't wait, can't wait to see people besides just you know the people I work with, who are lovely. Leo in chat, Pablo behind the camera. But um, you know, after a year, I want to I want to see some other people. Well, Will Williams asks, has Frankie been using his Talon Ninth? No, he's only been playing Harlequins and his sisters. He He's like redoing his sister's army, but um, he's been playing Harlequins and he's been whooping on people. He is the only person to beat me in our league here, beat the pants off me, although I made an incredibly stupid move um, and he deserved to beat me. But uh, he won our league here with his Harlequins. And he, he's been doing really, really well with them. I think Harlequins are one of the best armies in 9th edition. Green Ink asks, what codex are you waiting for the most? I, I, my favorite army in the game is, is Astra Militarum or Imperial Guard. So I'm really looking forward to that. I tried playing them in the beginning of 9th and I, I was sort of struggling with them. Um, the only thing I found that worked were like Bolgren and, and Demolishers, Tank Commanders. So like, it'd be nice. I mean, the, ba the Basilisk was good too. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, I would like to see Guard get a little bit of love, but um, I don't know when that's coming. It looks like Orcs are coming, maybe. So I, I would say in the near term, I'm most excited for the Orc book. And, uh, but, but Guard are my, Guard are my favorite. If I could only play one army, it would be, it would be Guard for sure. Um, and then Tyranids, my, my three favorite armies are Orcs, Guard, and Tyranid. Tyranid. So, um, we haven't heard anything about Nids, but they could use a little love. So I, I, am excited for those as well. But yeah, def Guard number one. And especially if we get some cool updated tanks. I've been hoping forever that we would get, um, Katachan infantry updated like the Command Squad. Because the Katachan Command Squad are sick models. They're so good. And all the little characters we've been getting, the, like the, the amazing, badass um, Katachan characters have been some of my favorite models. I just, I love that like, kind of like Vietnam, like aesthetic they got going on. I just, I grew up in the eighties watching, you know, Commando and Predator and all that stuff. So that's why I, I just, I love the way they look. I've been hoping that the, the, the infantry would get that treatment because the Katachan infantry are some of the oldest models in the uh, oldest multi-part plastic models that are still in production they and berserkers they real they could really use an update so i've been like kind of hoping for that too but yeah we'll see i don't i don't think it's a high priority to get those 
Uh, Katie and Ranger said guard buggies would be really cool. Yeah, I would I would love love that. Right, like the Sentinels are so cool. They're reasonably effective for winning missions, but their their rules aren't that great. But like getting like some Venators or something like they had in um, uh, for Forge World with the Elysians, that'd be really cool. Really cool, or some like you know models on dirt bikes like we got with Gene Steeler Cole, all that kind of stuff. I would be so down for that. But um, yeah, we'll see. One army at a time, baby. That's the way that this works. I'm pretty sure they've graduated high school by now, says Tomodachi. Yeah, probably. They would have graduated. No, they'd be graduated from college by now. Those those kits are ancient. They're really, really old. They're some of the first multi-part plastic kits that, that, that ever came out were Catachans and Berserkers. Uh, Orc Boys and Eldar Guardians are super old kits as well, says Kill Team Stream. Yeah, they are. Uh, but the Orc Boys hold up. Guardians do too, really. They still look really good. Um, I, I think those kids have, you know, some more years, years with them. It's like, you know, like the Berserkers especially, just they just don't look good anymore. Like the, the overall kind of design is cool, but the models themselves are really dated. Really dated. Uh, Harkins Aquatic says they had the Elysium buggies, uh, but that killed that faction. Yeah, but I loved those models. I would love to see that for... Um, for Katachan and being able to run them like air cav, that'd be, that would be so much fun. So a boy can dream at any rate. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of signals from the front line, number 728 and get excited. I, I, I send in some positive energy out into the world. I think we're coming into the end of the reign of Nurgle. I for one just cannot wait to get back to some semblance of normality. I uh, can't wait to see everybody at the Atlantic City Open. Again, those tickets are going to be going up for sale Monday, noon, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, really robust refund policy in case we can't run the event, but it's looking good. And we'll have 40K, Age of Sigmar, Kill Team, and Star Wars Legion. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, James. I appreciate your love and support as always, buddy. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone, and we will talk to you again next week.